found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 6 o'clock right here on the Big Talker 1700. Let's say hello to Mitch Sherman. It's always good when we get him on. Mitch uh, from ESPN covers the Big 12. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Hello, Mitch. Hey, Jim. Trent, how are you guys? We're, we're doing great, man. Uh, let's start first with that uh, heavy-duty game of Oklahoma and Iowa State. It's a monster line. I know you don't play into that, but... Does Iowa State hang with them at all in this game? You know, I don't really see that. I <laughs> got to see the Cyclones up close on Thursday night against Texas. and Right. Probably a better defense that Iowa State saw against the Longhorns than it, than it will on Saturday against Oklahoma, or, or as good. But the, the venue and the offense are a lot different. And Oklahoma... Uh, I think is still smarting a little bit from that defensive performance that it had against Baylor. So you put all that together, and no, I don't. I, I don't. I don't see Iowa State hanging close in this one. Uh, I, I think Oklahoma has a has a big day, and Baker Mayfield doesn't have a lot of problems uh, putting up points. You got to uh, see the Cyclones a week ago in their matchup against the Longhorns. Certainly disappointing overall. Jacob Park off throughout that football game. The conversation was, you know, why isn't David Montgomery getting the football? Just your thoughts mm-hmm. after uh, seeing Iowa State up close and personal last Thursday, Mitch. Certainly a frustrating one, I know, for the Cyclone fans out there. Yeah, and I think so much of the problems on offense for Iowa State, you know, Iowa State had been good, so good on offense through, through its, the, the first part of the season in the in non-conference play. And I think you'll you'll. you'll Iowa State will prove itself to be a, a solid offense as the year goes on. It got Texas on a bad night. And that, that Texas defense under Todd Orlando, uh, the way that, that, that Texas played for much of that game out at USC and, and came into Ames um, on, a, on, a, on a confident note, athletes all over the field, uh, guys making plays on the ball. Park started to, to, to suffer with his confidence a little bit. Um, you saw some discord on the sideline between between Park and, and, and Matt Campbell, Iowa State, and and the next thing you knew, the game was over. And it's like, where did you know where did it all go? What happened to David Montgomery? He's been so good as a running back. Why didn't they get more guys involved? The tight ends weren't really involved. So it was a game from a from a scheme standpoint that I think just got away from the Cyclones. And so much of that had to do with Texas and its its, its skill and the. Um, you know the opportunistic nature that the Longhorns played with in that game to take take get, get turnovers, create turnovers. Um, it, it, it didn't, you know, it didn't even feel uh, as close as the final score indicated because I, I didn't get a sense that Iowa State was much of a threat to move the ball um, as the as the game went along. Having a conversation with Mitch Sherman, ESPN, on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. Okay, uh, TCU. I think when the season began, a lot of folks were saying, well, they're going to be okay, but I don't think they're going to challenge Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. So what are people saying about the Horned Frogs now? Well, people are saying they're a playoff contender. People are saying they're a legitimate top-ten team. Uh, You know, People are saying here's the talent that we saw on the TCU roster that didn't materialize into a, into a, 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 a consistent winner a year ago. I think TCU caused people to scratch their heads in 2016. Uh, they were worse than the sum of their parts 
and now Gary Patterson has got that thing turned around. Uh, Kenny Hill is, is slinging the ball well. He looks like the guy who I think college football thought that it was getting out of South Lake Carroll a few years ago when mm-hmm. when he went to Texas A&M as a, as a highly touted recruit. Um, we, you know, we know the story of how he washed out there after making a few starts, how he came to TCU, and, and you know, we talked about the confidence issues of Jacob Park against Texas last week. We saw that those kind of struggles, this is not, that's not a, a new thing. That's not something that, 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 that only he has suffered with. Kenny Hill struggled with it through almost all of last year. Had some decent games at the beginning of the year, and, and then as Big 12 play got going, it was, a, it was an uphill battle for Kenny Hill all the way through. All, all of a sudden, uh, a month into this season, he's completing 73% of his passes and is one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the country. So that's a huge difference for the Horned Frogs from a year ago. And, and they've got some guys back who were injured last year. Uh, man for man, it's as good of a defense as there is in the Big 12, and I'd say one of the better defenses in the country, especially that back, uh, those linebackers and, and the, the defensive backs, which is at such a premium in Big 12 play. Yeah, you want to have a pass rush. You want to have good good players up front, and Texas has that. Um, I'd take TCU's back seven over anybody else in the league, though. Well, TCU certainly one of the surprises up there uh, battling the Oklahoma schools. Many people thought maybe it'd be up there as well as Kansas State. Difficult to yep. re- get a read on the Wildcats, though, right now. That loss to Vanderbilt the last time they were on the road. Just put seven points up in that football game. Back to the road again this week as they make their way down to Austin. Your thoughts on this Wildcat team and uh, an important stretch at Texas this week, TCU and Oklahoma the two following weeks after that, both at home. Looks like make or break time for Kansas State. Season-defining for sure because this wasn't a Kansas State team that was going to be satisfied with 8-4. and four. Um, This was a Kansas State team that had its eyes set on as you said, Trent, challenging Oklahoma and Oklahoma State for the Big 12 title. And, and you know, things have changed in, in the pecking order at the top of the league. I mean, you've got TCU there, uh, potentially could have Texas Tech up there, which is as big of a shock as there is in, in, in college football this year, I would say, the, the way that Texas Tech has played. But uh, Kansas State definitely falls on the disappointing side. Uh, wouldn't be that way if it wasn't just for that one game. You know, Kansas State's not going to win pretty and hasn't looked pretty in some of its wins, but. Uh, you know, it, last week against Baylor, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a, a knock you out fashion, but that doesn't need to be the case for Kansas State. They they win with defense, they win with special teams, they get enough on the offensive side. Uh, they're different from from the rest of the Big Twelve in that way, or many of the other teams in the Big Twelve in that way. But uh, that loss at, at at Vandy just sticks out like a sore thumb. It's it's uh, you know what happened there. That's a game that I, I think Kansas State should have won, and that a you know a, a program at the place that Kansas State is with the with an experienced quarterback um, and the defense that they have, that they, they, you know, they, sh- they should have come out of Nashville with a victory. So um, I know Bill Snyder was upset about it and very disappointed in the way things went there. Apologized to the Kansas State fans who made the made the trip into SEC country. Well, they have, they have an opportunity over these next three weeks to make amends for that, and uh, it starts on Saturday at Texas, which is by no means an easy game for for the Wildcats. They've had their way with with uh, the Longhorns over the last few years, but. Um, I, I get the feeling they're walking into uh, into a hornet's nest, and, and it will definitely be a difficult place to uh, place to move the ball. I, I look for this one to be a low-scoring game, and, and I can see it going either way. Take me then to Texas Tech. You referenced them that they have surprised everybody. Uh, Sheminick, the quarterback, uh, he throws it all over the yard in that system. 
What do they do, and how have they been able to repair their defense at least a little bit so people aren't putting up such gaudy numbers? Well, their defense was just paper thin last year. You could do anything you wanted against that defense. I saw the Red Raiders a couple of times last year, saw them against West Virginia at home, and, and they didn't, they, I mean, defense, it, it was a defense in name only. They didn't put up any defense. Uh, it was get the ball back to our offense as fast as you can and let Patrick Mahomes see if he can outdo your quarterback. And it wasn't a horrible plan until Mahomes got hurt midway through the year and, and you know, he just did, didn't hold up. Even when he was playing, he wasn't entirely healthy. So, uh, Logic would say you take him off of that roster, had a couple guys transfer on the defensive side. The Hoko, that was a, it was a very, uh, uh, disappointing loss. Their, 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 their top, at least from a recruiting standpoint, the top guy that they had on that side of the ball. And, and lo and behold, they're better on, 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 certainly on the defensive side. And you could argue that they're as good on the offensive side. Shimonek has, has you picked up where Patrick Mahomes left off. You know, I don't think he's the kind of pro prospect that Mahomes it was and still is now as the backup in Kansas City, but but he uh, you know he gets it done for Texas Tech and Cliff Kingsbury just plugs those guys in there. You know if you remember back uh, a year ago, Shimanek was the backup, but he wasn't necessarily going to be the heir apparent. They had a guy Jet Jet Duffy in that program who came in and mm-hmm. and ended up getting suspended at the beginning of the off season. Um, it was just disappointment after disappointment for Texas Tech from a personnel standpoint and what was happening on the field, too, really on both sides of the ball after the uh, the midpoint of last season. Uh, so, so to see them turn it around, you know, credit to that defensive coaching staff and credit to Cliff Kingsbury for keeping things together when I think a lot of people thought that he was going to end up on the hot seat by, by uh, early stages of this year. Well, game day will be there for TCU West Virginia. We mentioned the Horned Frogs. Haven't talked much about West Virginia here lately. East Carolina, Delaware State, and Kansas will do that. i kind of put you in the rearview mirror what do you think of uh, what Dana's got down there? And they haven't pulled an upset on the road against a top ten team since 1982. You give them any shot? That's a good stat. Um, yeah, I give West Virginia a chance. I, I give West Virginia and Will Greer a chance in any game this year, home or away in the Big Twelve. I think that this is the, the this is a West Virginia team uh, more so than any that they they've had um, because Greer. To be able to go on the road and stand toe to toe with the best in the Big Twelve and 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 emerge victorious if they get a couple of things to go their way. He's he is a uh, an elite quarterback. Um, you know they've had guys in the past who were good, but I you know you, you you didn't really like their chances a year ago when you know here comes Baker Mayfield or Mason Rudolph marching into town on the other side of the field. It was it seemed like West Virginia started with one one foot in the hole. And, you know, that, that, that team under Holgerson and now with Jake Spavadol as the offensive coordinator, they're built to be high-flying. Uh, they're built to, to, to get into shootouts with teams. I'm sure that, uh, that their, their defensive coordinator, Tony Gibson, would, would argue differently. But just the, the way that things go in the Big 12, uh, that's sometimes the nature of, of, of every week or, or many of your weeks. And, and West Virginia, as a team, I think is built for that now um, better than it has been. So... Whether it's TCU or Oklahoma or whoever ends up on that, they all do on that on the Mountaineer schedule. Um, you know, I'm going to have a lot more, a lot easier time potentially picking West Virginia to win those games than than I did at any any point before Will Greer became their quarterback. Justin Crawford at at, at running back is um, is also about as good as there is in the Big Twelve. So mm-hmm. they, um, you know, they have some firepower and uh, they're going to test TCU on, on the defensive side for sure. 
Always good, Mitch, when we catch up with you, pal. You have a great day, and uh, enjoy all the college football this weekend. I will. You guys do the same. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Mitch. Mitch Sherman, ESPN, right here on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. we got to get to a break here, right? We do. We'll take it back with the 5 o'clock hour next here on Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Sponsored by Chili's. Chili's has news even bigger than their new ribs. They're focused on one thing, burgers, ribs, and fajitas. And the whole menu is better. Come in and see why Chili's is back, baby. Are you going to the Central Iowa Business Conference on October 11th? It's a day focused on helping Central Iowa businesses master their processes and accelerate their success. I'm Todd McDonald from ATW Training Solutions. My team and I will be attending because we know that in order to move forward, you sometimes need to take a step back. Look at where you are and where you want to go. October 11th is one of those days for us. We're looking forward to hearing from nationally recognized authors that are excited to help Central Iowa companies. One of those authors is Gino Wickman, author of the best-selling book, Traction. We've seen the success of his Traction concepts not only in our own business, but many of the companies we work with. We're also looking forward to hearing from Vicki Halsey, co-author of the book, Legendary Service, because we know how important it is to take care of our customers. If you're looking to master your business, come learn from the experts. The Central Iowa Business Conference is presented by EO Iowa and Mediacom. For more information, visit centraliowabusinessconference.com or contact the Urbandale Chamber of Commerce. Pushing snow with a Fisher Plows Extreme V V plow that you'll find at Shuling Hitch isn't just a job this winter. It's kind of a rush, too. The Extreme V V plow can change from V to straight to scoop. It's versatile and efficient. With the exclusive Fisher Trip Edge design and fast hydraulics, you'll get the job done faster. Shop for your new Fisher Plows blade at Schuling Hitch Company. Two locations off 2nd north of the Interstate Des Moines and Alexander Avenue in Ames or SchulingHitch.com. It's football season, and that means it is time to find your spot for all the big games. Trent Cotton here for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 48 big screen TVs, all the games on college Saturdays and the NFL on Sundays. Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. But it's not just about having all the great games on. You need more than that. You need great food. Draft House 50 has just that. Huge burgers. My favorite, the pizza burger. Ground beef, Italian sausage, mozzarella cheese, little marinara, and pepperoni. Big burgers, great sandwiches, pizza. You want to go with the lighter fare? They got salads and appetizers for you as well. And you can't forget about the beer. 
It's in the name, Draft House 50. Local beers on tap, microbrews, whatever you're in the mood for, make it Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. Your football headquarters, Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll see you there. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. You're listening to Sports Talk That Rocks. Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC. Trent Condon talking with Wolfgang. Wolfgang, uh, good to have you on once again. Uh, a crazy night coming up. High school football, we normally take the airwaves at 7 o'clock. Uh, that has been moved to 6 o'clock tonight because everything's starting early. Oh, boy, well, what an absolute mess this is. 6 o'clock, Ankeny Centennial and Ames tonight. But you're not worried about that. You're worried about high school sports of a different variety. Basketball, Wolfgang. Hawkeye's got a new commitment. What a shocker. Patrick McCaffrey's going to play for his dad. Stop it. Do not take credit away from Fran McCaffrey for getting a four-star player. How many of those do we get? A lot lately, Trent, right? Yeah, they, they, they don't come along very often. Now, we're, now, I understand why everybody's poo-pooing this, but if you remember playing sports and you remember playing back in the day, if you had a coach, the dad is always the toughest on his son. At least the good coaches are. That's what they do to their son. They make the, an example of them. A lot of people think Fran is a jerk. I don't happen to think he is. I like it. I think he was the guy we needed at Iowa at the time we needed. Um, everything we hear about Fran McCaffrey is that he is a player's coach. I've heard nothing, anybody say anything negative about him, past players, current players, or anything. And quite frankly, it's a little surprising that we haven't had more transfers or especially now, Trent, with how deep we are. But getting Patrick McCaffrey, him coming to Iowa, um, I heard there was a rumor that he was maybe going to go wrestle Tom Brands. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a little bit of, you know, who knew if that was going to happen? But he got his son, a four-star guy that's, who knows if he's done growing, Trent. Right. He's, what, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, legit, and he's only 16. He could be one of those guys that continues to grow, and he's already got ball handling, got some low post moves i'm not sure if he's got a good left hand you'd have to tell me if you've seen a lot about that i've seen some clips on him and it didn't look he went to the basket and there was a guy on his right it didn't look like he looked comfortable with his left hand obviously he's only freaking 16 but it's a four-star recruit and the guys that don't know trent i know you know there's espn i believe has patrick mccaffrey at number 28 um and i think rivals has him at 30 we're talking borderline mcdonald's all American. This is good. Yeah, yeah. And do you know, Wolfgang, the last McDonald's All-American, well, first, the last one to play for the Hawkeyes? To play. Okay. Uh, Kingsbury and Murray, uh, Kenyon Murray, mm-hmm. were both McDonald's All-American. Ooh, he, later. Man, I hate when you, you, you uh, man, my memory. It, 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 I don't know if you do the same thing as you get older. I combine teams, and I have players. I have eight year playing with, like, uh, Jeff Moe. I don't know if you do. It, 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 it's like, what am I doing here? But I'm trying to think. So the latest McDonald's all probably one of those two, right? Let me think. Well, the last one to uh, commit and play for the Hawkeyes was Chris Kingsbury, 1993. Uh, the one transfer, a couple transferred in, uh, including the latest Luke Recker. 
Oh, yes. Okay, we're counting transfers. Okay, sure. so you count Luke Wrecker. What, do you remember what, um, that's so hard to say, but I'm putting you on the spot here. What do you think, so he was a McDonald's All-American. Where do you think he was in the race? So he had to be top 25-ish? Yep, yep. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember where he was. But we're starting to get five, four-star recruits, and if we keep the Iowa guys in like we are with Weisskamp, where's he rated, Trent? Uh, you talk about uh, Patrick's brother, Connor, who's supposedly not going to play this year. I think you and I are both hoping out, uh, holding out hope that he does. But, and then you talk, you talk about Cook. Cook, another four-star guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about Garza, another four-star guy. You talk about a guy that I wanted to ask you about. Have you seen the Bettendorf point guard play? Um, DJ Carton. Probably, yeah, he's probably going to be a four-star guy. Everybody's coming after him now. You know, I, I've seen Carton play, and he blew up this summer. I, he really took a step forward. I didn't see him as that type of player, but incredibly small sample size. I've only seen him play twice, but it sounds like this summer he played just at a ridiculous level. So I'm holding out. I haven't seen him play this summer. I'll, I'll watch him this year. Uh, certainly got to find a way to uh, see a Bettendorf game or two. And that's going to be one very interesting to keep an eye on. The relationship that he has. Oh, no. What are you saying? Well, all I'm saying is that who is the first major school to offer? Um, I'm trying to think who was the first major school. Um, yeah, we were not the first. We were about the third or fourth, right? Yeah, it was um, Wisconsin. Oh, I didn't know it was Wisconsin. Come on, man. Yeah, Wisconsin. Come on. This is our backyard, and this needs to happen because he's supposedly a stud. Did I see him? So he's Patrick McCaffrey's year. He's going to be a junior this year. So if we get this guy, Patrick, go get him, buddy. Mm-hmm. Am I right? He's a, he's, going to be, he's a junior this year, right? Yeah, yep. Class of 2019. I mean, yeah, this is a guy we got to go get, and this is a guy Fran needs to start bringing in the recruits at the point guard position. Because that's what he does. Who wouldn't want to play point guard for Fran, the up-and-down tempo? You know, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to play for him, especially in the backyard. And this is good that Fran has the program going now, Trent, to the point where these guys can see this and actually see. You and I are pumped about this. Maybe the national media doesn't see this yet, and I'm going to go get those preseason magazines, Trent, and I can't wait to read them. <laughs> can't wait to freaking read these. We don't want to throw you – know, we don't want to flush down the – the football season too fast, but this is fun. And it's fun because we kind of got a chip on our shoulder. The coaches have a chip on their shoulder and the players, the Iowa players have a chip on their shoulder because we kind of think we're going to be good. And a lot of the other magazines from what I'm hearing, I'm guessing aren't going to have us in the top 25. I would put us in the top 25. I'm going to read up on the other guys and see who's coming back again because you lose, you know, touch as you go out of basketball season. Remember, you forget who's coming back, who's not coming back. Michigan State, for God's sakes, I didn't think they're a national championship contender. I didn't think they'd have all their guys back when I said uh, Iowa was going to make the Big Ten uh, or uh, win the Big Ten last year. Uh, that's probably not going to happen, obviously. But a lot of people have Iowa at six this year, uh, Trent, mm-hmm. and I think uh, that's a little too low. little too low, huh? Well, I saw Tom Dean Hart. He came out with his uh, predicted standings. To me, it is Michigan State and a gap. They are national championship contenders. Miles Bridges, Nick Ward. I mean, that kid came on. He is a beast in the middle. Yes. They bring in a freshman. The Jackson kid, I think, is going to be really good. Michigan State is national championship good. Then Minnesota, Northwestern, Purdue. 
I think that's another tier, at least right now, to, to me. I could be off, but that's a different tier. So you don't have Iowa in that second tier, Trent? I, I don't. I put them in is there. Is that subject to change? Is that subject it to is. change? It is. I put them in there with Maryland, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa. That's the next gap. And then I think there's a breakoff. That The top eight, to me, are pretty well defined. Those top eight, put them in any order, well, two through eight that you, that you want. I believe there's a little bit of a gap there. Not a major one. And, you know, i got to dig into schedules a little bit more. All those different things that I do leading up to basketball season because I'm a nut and that's what I do. But at, that's how I see it, at least on paper right now. You know, Wagner, really good player. Abdul Rahman, I really like him. So you know, that Michigan team, I, I'm still kind of feeling them out a little bit. And then a couple of teams that, you know, with some breaks, maybe could you know, sneak onto the bubble. Penn State, you know, we've been hearing it for a long time, but those young guys starting to get a little bit better. I think they're in that mix. Maybe Illinois, Indiana, those teams are, are going through new coaches, so that's going to be a part. But eh, you never know how things are going to break there. And then you got the bottom part, and that's Ohio State, Rutgers, and Nebraska. Those three teams are going to be terrible this year. And we'll see about Ohio State. You know, Holtman comes over from Butler. How long is it going to take for him to get things going? I think a while, but still, uh, that's kind of the tiers that I have right now. To me, I w- as an Iowa fan, I know Iowa fans, you talk to, like, my dad, for instance. He loves when Iowa's not rated. He always loves Iowa not being rated. And mm-hmm. Dad, I love you if you're listening. But uh, he loves it when Iowa's not rated because we can come from behind. He can't stand when Iowa's rated. I kind of wanted Iowa to be rated this year just so we could get some of those maybe bandwagon Hawkeye fans, bandwagon fans that every single university has to jump on, maybe get some more extra uh season tickets at Carver to make the place a little more happen and get people a little more excited. So I would personally love it if some of these preseason magazines had at least a couple got to have Iowa in the top 25. I'm hoping somebody does their homework and looks into it a little bit. Am I a Hawkeye fan? And maybe going too far before I've done my homework and found out who these teams have coming in. Because we could sit here and and look at who everybody's got coming back, but I obviously haven't seen a lot of these teams recruit. I haven't seen them play, how they're going to blend in. So that's why it's tough to say. And unfortunately, we're going to have to take people's opinions on that. I, I'd like to look at people and see, ooh, is this guy going to make an, you know, a difference? And it's great that in today's technology we can do that. So you're very high on the Hawkeyes. I still think they're very good. That's not to you know, say even seventh place this year. I, like I said, I think the top eight teams are all going to be really good this season. And schedule is going to play a part. You know, the difference between a uh, ten and eight year and a twelve and six year very well could come down to just that. So, going to be a fun year. Um, McCaffrey makes his decision. Patrick McCaffrey, he'll be joining the Hawkeyes. He comes in at number thirty. I see in the latest Rivals rankings the year before. Yep. Uh, as you mentioned, they have Joe Weiskamp. He's at number forty. DJ Carton, the kid from Benton North, that isn't committed. He's at num- number seventy. And Carton's got a lot of issue. A, a lot, a lot of good offers. Creighton, Illinois, K-State, Marquette, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, and, of course, Wisconsin, the first of the big offers that came his way. And you know who's uh, part of the recruiting team recruiting him up in Badgerland? This is really going to drive you nuts, Wolfgang. Dean Oliver. Dean oh. Oliver is who is recruiting Mason him for the City, Badgers. Clear Lake. Uh, I'm going to go talk to his parents now. That's, that is ridiculous, Dean Oliver, if you're listening. And he was a good player. 
um, and a point guard for Iowa. I don't know. Is there something there, of more of a connection than that, than being in Iowa City's backyard, a program that's on the rise? Everybody, everybody that I know, Trent, is pumped about Iowa basketball in the future. I mean, you want to talk about, you bought stock in Matt Campbell. Are you buying stock in the Iowa basketball program? Are you? I mean, are you kidding me right now? Oh, yeah. The, the future is incredibly bright. I, I think that it's going to be there. And remember, I mean, the Quad Cities, and you know, that's where he is from, DJ Carton and Bettendorf. It's two and a half hours to get to Madison. You know, it's it's a hop, skip, and a jump. It's not that far away, not as far away maybe it seems as we sit here in central Iowa. Yeah, Iowa City's only an hour away, but still, you know, it's a short drive to get to Madison, too. And Wisconsin's got a pretty good player in their own right from the Quad City area that's uh, doing some good things there. Maybe that'll play a part. You know, those Quad City kids, I guess, tend to stay together. Well, Pat Anger, if you're listening, do not let this happen. Pat Anger, do not let this happen. <laughs> this is all on you, Pat. You're listening. Putting it up, Pat. I like that. I like that a lot. Hey, uh, before we run out of time, Wolfgang, from some basketball talk, let's jump into football tomorrow. It is Illinois and Iowa. The Illini, that's a bad, bad football team. The weather looks to be pretty poor as well. Uh, what do you see? A sloppy game. Iowa gets right. Jimmy B's been calling it a slump buster game this week. What do you have? What, what do the Hawkeyes do against the Illini? No, it's one of those games. It's, it's a must win, and I know you get on me for being a homer. This is a must win. Everybody says it's a must win, you know, when it, it necessarily isn't. It's kind of a must win now. 0-2. We're looking up at Nebraska right now, and everybody's making fun of Nebraska. Obviously, it's a schedule thing. So Iowa's got to win this, do their part, look good, get things going, get off, you know, on the off week, get their offensive linemen, please healthy. Let's get a running game going. Let's get Brian Ferentz, and I heard you saying, my man Brian Ferentz broke his hand because he was so mad. Mm-hmm. That's what that uh, is, Tom okay. Caker said, yeah. You know what? I, I watched the game. I watched Iowa with, with some people every once in a while that say, why doesn't Kirk get? They love Kirk. They think he's a great human being. They love him. They think he's a great coach. They're like, why doesn't he ever get angry? Why doesn't he? But he does. Right. He does. If you watch him, if you watch him enough, he gets angry from sometimes. I like it that Brian probably, what do you do? Just hit the, you know, during the game. I like it. You think we want to win more than Brian Ferris? I think not. I love him. He's going to get it figured out. You watch. Um, it just takes more than a year. It just does to get your, your system implemented, to figure out what your offensive coordinator wants to do. Everybody on the same page. It's going to take a second. It's going to take a minute. But I believe in that guy. I think he will get it done. And he obviously has passion. As I do right now, Trent. Yes, you're very passionate about your boy, uh, Brian Ferentz. We know that. But as passionate as he may be, what the hell's going on with that running game? That's tough to say um, because there's probably there's probably going to be. Oh God, we have like three offensive linemen on that. You know, drafted, right? Am I wrong? Boone will be drafted, right? I uh, I don't know about Daniels? that. Daniels, yes. So. Welsh, yes. Well, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. at some point, uh, we're not meeting expectations there with the talent that the NFL looks at. I brought this up with our position talent in the past. We've got guys in the NFL, you know, that are that made teams, wide receivers, tight ends, and stuff that why didn't we score more points? And I understand, I get that we have a formula, and I totally understand that, and I love Kirk. And we're sitting here looking at the Illinois program, Trent, that is a piece of crap. Why they stink every year, 
is beyond me. They have so much money. They have such a recruiting base over us, but yet Iowa continually beats them over and over and over again. And why is that? Because we've had two coaches in what? 36, 37, 38 years. Mm -hmm. We have consistency with our program. That's what Illinois doesn't have. We've had Hayden Fry and we've had Kirk Ferentz. That's why. Consistency. So the people that always poo-poo Kirk and want to go in a different direction, not that they don't like him or they hate him or anything like that. They think he's not getting the most out of us. Be careful what you wish for is what I will say because if one coach can screw up everything. Remember the Tom Davis era? Remember going on to Steve Alford and he did Fine there for a while, and then here comes Licklider. You know, it just it can screw a program up. And you think if if you know if Fran was there a few years, I'm all over the place. But if Fran was there a few years earlier, I understand that we would have gotten Marcus Page. What would that have done, Trent? Sure. If he was there one year earlier, from what I understand and what I hear, Marcus Page, Mister North Carolina, Mister Stud Point Guard, would have been at Iowa. There's little simple things like that that Iowa has to get. Again, don't like the word lucky. Get fortunate in terms of that situation and calls and everything. Iowa's just not USC or, or Indiana in basketball or North Carolina in basketball or whatever. Iowa has to get a little bit fortunate in certain situations. And, uh, yeah, so you people that don't like Kirk, look what <laughs> going on over there at Illinois. It's a little pathetic on the football front. The old be careful what you wish for mantra, and and I've said it for years. Iowa is one bad hire away. They're a lot closer to being Purdue or Illinois than they are from being Ohio State. I, I don't think there, there's a portion of the fan base that doesn't realize that, unfortunately, but uh, one bad hire, this thing could go south in a hurry. And be happy with what you have in Kirk Ferentz. He took you to 12-0 and just two years ago, even with the frustrations of the last two weeks, especially last week. You know, walking away from the Penn State game, hey, a kid made a play at the end of the game. They won it there. They ran up and down the field. You were still proud of the effort that you saw out of the Hawkeyes. Last week was a head-scratcher. There are plays to be made, and I still think plenty of upside with this team, too, Wolfgang. Yeah, I'm not totally dis- disappointed, but again, I'm holding out hope that Iowa still has a chance. And people that poo-poo me and say there's a 0% chance, no. There's better than a 0% chance. Is there a small chance that I will win the rest of their games? Yeah. But I'm holding out hope as long as I can, and then I'm hoping for an 8-4 and four season going to a good bowl game. And that would be a successful season for this year. There isn't a Hawkeye fan that I know on Twitter, on message boards, on radio, on TV that picked Iowa to win the West. Okay? But it's not dead yet. We still can beat Wisconsin. And what would happen if Wisconsin loses this weekend, Trent, to Nebraska? Yes. We're feeling a whole lot better about ourselves come Monday. Are we not? Are we not a little more hopping our step? It feels dirty to say, but go, go Cornhuskers this weekend. <laughs> go Huskers. Get it done. Oh, Beat oh, the Badgers. That's not happening. You make that your ringtone. That, that, that is so funny. <laughs> make that your ringtone. My man, we are out of time. Wolfgang, as always, great catching up with you once again. We'll do it Monday, recap Illinois, and uh, talk a lot more as we get ready for basketball season. Not turning the page, but it's a bye week next week, so a little more hoops talk next week as well. That's right. I'm going to get the magazine, so I'll talk to you Monday, buddy. All yeah. right. Be good. That's Wolfgang checking in with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. We got the timeout. Come back. Jimmy B joins the fray once again. Our picks for the weekend. Jimmy B's on fire. 4-1 and one last week. Can he continue? We'll find out next. Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG.
The Dave Ramsey Show on 1700 KVGG is provided by Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning in West Des Moines. They can custom tailor a winning strategy for your money to make the most of your investments and pay the least taxes on your income. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Sponsored by CC's. Want to taste the sauced and tossed flavors of CC's wings on your pizza? Well, now you can with three pizzas inspired by wings. Now on CC's Buffet for just $5 and change. Prices may vary. EBC Tonight, Once Upon a Time Returns on its new night, Fridays. Are you Henry Mills? Your family needs you. The legend of good versus evil is reborn. With new worlds, new characters. Bibbidi bobbidi boo! Cinderella? As a new book opens. Where are we going? To live our story. The season premiere of Once Upon a Time. Tonight at 7, followed by Marvel's Inhumans and Local 5 News at 10. And then, it's time for Friday Night Blitz. There's a packed house in Monroe tonight. Another great night for football. Sports director John Schaefer and the Local 5 sports team break down the matchups. Telling your stories on and off the football field. Forcing the fumble Mustangs all over it. Highlighting action and bringing you interactive analysis of over 15 high school games. Hashtag Local 5 Blitz. Or use our Snapchat filter to join the conversation on Friday Night Blitz. Tonight at 1035 on Local 5. There's a season for everything. And right now, it's save up to 30% on appliances season at the Home Depot with special buys on innovative appliances that do more, like a Maytag top freezer refrigerator with extra deep door bins to free up shelf space. It's just 498 bucks. You save $150. Savings are in season with up to 30% off appliances at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. While supplies last, U.S. only. See store for details. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the kid's smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. And had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kid makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at the Home Depot. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You're listening to Sports Talk That Rocks, Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports, 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, Our final segment, it's always our best segment on a Friday, or at least I like to think it is, since I now have the lead in the pick selection, Trent. Yes, Um, yes, yes. Jimmy B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you've been really good. You're hitting 67%. Against the that's spread. That's incredible. Not just that's picking. That's incredible. It's not just, oh, yeah. I think Oklahoma's going to win. No, this is picking against the spread. Jimmy B, the official record through five weeks, is 16-8-1. I am a wow. game back at 15-9-1. Normally, wow. I'd be uh, happy as a pig and slop, but I'm, I'm behind you, so I can't be that excited. <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. I, I really do All wish right. I was only betting on these uh, five games that we do a week. I'd be uh, doing a lot better on the season than I do. I'm doing I, on my own. I would. I was just going to say. I mean, dude, you should be taking your own advice since you've been that good. I'm Holy too cow. much of a degenerate to only do five games you a week, are. though, Jimmy B. You know that. You are. I. You are. If, if there's if there's a kid playing hopscotch, you're going to bet. On the kid, if he hits the very last circle on the hopscotch lane, I know you. You 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 just can't help yourself. You're just like that. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, I still like you. I still right. like you. You're all right. You're uh, all right. A little okay. alert for you tonight. I love BYU as bad as they've been getting a touchdown against Boise. But that aside, oh, Jimmy wow. B, that is not part of our picks <laughs> here tonight. Uh, what do we got? Well, before we get to the picks, just quickly, coming up right after we finish up. It will be high school football. All the schedule has been shifted around with the storms that we've been having, possibility of thunderstorms tonight. So everything's all screwed up. Early start times across the state, including our Central Iowa game of the week tonight, Ankeny Centennial hosting Ames. So right after we wrap up here, right out to the stadium, and uh, getting ready for that one. It'll kick right at 6 o'clock, so you don't have to go far, just a few minutes away from football. There you go. I like it, pal. I've heard, look, at you You do a bang-up job on those games. People, they should be listening to you. If they want high school football play-by-play, my boy Trent's got him covered. There's no question about that. Well, Jimmy B., uh, we will get to that in the high school scene in just a little bit. But here are our picks. Five against the spread. We do five big games every single week. We mention the records. And we start tomorrow, 11-01 kickoff at Kinnick Stadium. The Fighting Illini come to town. The Hawkeyes are favored by 17-and-a-half. I've talked all week about a slump buster, and this is it for Iowa. Here's what I'm concerned about, Trent. I'm very concerned about the weather. And with the rain and everything and how hard it might be raining at kickoff or if the wind is howling, you know, how is that going to 
change this game. All right, so Iowa, they don't like to put the ball in the air very much anyway, so they're still going to try to run the ball as much as possible. Probably won't affect them as much as it would Illinois because Illinois will have to put the ball in the air because they'll most likely be playing from behind the majority of the game. It's a big number at 17 and a half. I just wish that I had an idea, a better idea, on the weather forecast because if it's a slippery pigskin, anything then can happen. But I will take the Hawkeyes to rebound... And I will give the 17-and-a-half at Kinnick in lousy weather, thinking to myself that Illinois would be more apt to lose the football than Iowa would in this bad weather scenario game. So I'm going to take the Hawks, and I'm going to lay the minus 17-and-a-half. So the slump buster is alive for Jimmy B. We disagree on this one. I still have concerns about this Iowa offense. I think they're going to play better offensively. Just don't know. Uh, offensive line going to be fixed in a week. Now, if there's ever a time to do it, it's against Illinois. I think this is just going to be a sloppy game. Iowa very well, I think, is going to control the football game, dominate the football game. I don't know if it's going to show up in the scoreboard. We'll go final score, Hawkeyes 27, Illini 13, and I'm going to give the I-L-L-I-N-I the cover in that matchup. All right, game number two here on the slate, Jimmy B. Iowa State getting 30 against Oklahoma. The questions continue. What's the latest on Jacob Park? We talked about that a little bit earlier in the program, Jimmy B. You're getting 30 points, though, in a conference game, but we know the series history. This isn't exactly one that tends to favor the Cyclones. No, but this is a major, major embarrassment for Iowa State and the football program. Good. I get it. It's Matt Campbell's second year. I got it. No problem with that. But you're a 30-point dog. 3-0, Iowa State. That means you suck. You're right there with the, with the, with the losers of the losers. Wait, 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 wait. A 30 point, a 30 point dog in Big 12 play. Jimmy B. Jimmy B. Yeah, slow yeah. down, slow down, slow down. You're getting a little agitated. Thirty points. Thirty, thirty, thirty points. points. I'm po'd about this. You know who's also? I really am. You know who's also a thirty-point underdog in a conference Who? game this weekend? Who? Mar- Maryland, a Maryland team that's gone on the road and beat Texas, has gone on the road yep. and beat Minnesota. They're a thirty-one-point underdog, in fact, against Ohio State. It's not that big of an embarrassment, Jimmy B. It's your number That's two. That's an DJ, embarrassment. It's your number two at DJ Dirk. It is Maryland an embarrassment. There, they will be. That's an embarrassment. Look, they lost their quarterback. Okay, so I can understand that one. Iowa State is reasonably healthy, so this is this is a total total embarrassment to this program if indeed they get beat Trent by thirty plus points. Thirty plus points at Oklahoma. Look, I know they haven't won there before there was dirt on the ground. I get it. But you you have sold the bill of goods that you have turned the corner at least a little bit. You you played inspiring football in your first couple of games, even to the loss to Iowa, an inspiring game. You pooped the bed and peed down your leg against Texas. But you only gave up 17 points. Look, I 
to me, if, if you don't take Iowa State plus the 30, and if they lose, Trent, by more than 30, wait till you hear me on Monday. Jimmy B. So you're going to grab the points here. I am. And if it doesn't happen, the vitriol of Jim Brinson is coming Cyclone Nation's way 4 o'clock on Monday. For two hours. Two straight hours of Jim Brinson yelling. <laughs> Spoken like a true Cyclone fan. All right, we go next. Nebraska hosting Wisconsin. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You didn't pick it. You didn't pick that game. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm taking Iowa State. All right. <laughs> That's great. Okay. <laughs> the Cord Huskers 11 and a 11 point home underdog. Jim, yeah. I got a strong opinion on this one. Wisconsin, hey, they've been rolling rough shot over everybody, though they struggled in the first half of their first game. They struggled in the first half last week against mm-hmm. uh, what I would consider a pretty average Northwestern team. I don't think they're very good. Now, look, Nebraska has their own set of issues. We know that, and this has been yes. a season for hell. I don't want to overreact to them beating Rutgers in Illinois. I, I get all these things. Night game, going to be a great environment. I'm not a big believer still in this Badger team. It feels like way, way too many points. And that defense has taken steps forward. The 3-4 scheme that Bobby Diaco is running there in Nebraska, they're taking a step forward. I think they do enough to slow down. Jonathan Taylor, the fine freshman running back for the Badgers, as long as Tanner Lee doesn't screw it up. And, and that's a big if. I get that. It that's is. a big yeah. if. You can't afford pick sixes. You can't afford him turning the football over. If he plays even a decently clean game, I think Nebraska not only covers 11 points, I think Ooh. Nebraska wins this game straight up. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Um, we have a difference of opinion again, which is always good on this show. Look, I... I get why Cornhusker folks are a little bit excited because they've beaten Illinois. Woohoo! And they didn't really look good doing it until late into the second half. Wisconsin, I think, can turn it up a notch or two more. And you're right. Who have they played and who have they beaten? Nobody. You're right about that. That's it. You're right. However, Nebraska's pretty much a nobody as well. I mean, we, we've already said on this show that they will never be a consistent 10-2 and two team. Once in a while you might get there, but most of the time, 8-4, and 7-5, and 6-6. Six and six. I'm still not sold on Nebraska, Trent. I don't think Wisconsin is a monster world beater. I'm with you on that. But I certainly think they could win this game by two touchdowns. So I will give the 11 and I will take Wisconsin. Bucky Badger for Jimmy B. To the NFL we go. Sunday night football, it is the Texans hosting the only undefeated team left in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs. Jimmy Brinson, where are you going? Well, you know me. I've been on the Chiefs bandwagon ever since that first game. And I picked the Chiefs to win that one, and they did against New England. I've been on them ever since. However, after watching the way Deshaun Watson has come on, Trent, Things have changed dramatically now for the Houston Texans. And this is a Texan home game. I think that with only it being one point, I think Houston can win this by getting a field goal late. And I believe the Texans will end the undefeated streak of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they will deal the Chiefs their first loss. I have Houston 
and I have them winning by three. Injuries starting to pile up for Kansas City. Alex Smith shows up on the injury report. Still a full participant in practice, but him with an ankle injury, you know, a big part of his game is his ability to move around. He did that a lot last week against the Redskins. Short week, you couple that out there, road trip to Houston. I'm with you. I'm going to take the Texans to get this one done. We finish up late afternoon. It's a Fox game. Dallas hosting the Green Bay Packers. Cowboys right now are favored by two and a half. Everybody's loving the Green Bay Packers, at least betting-wise. I am Mm -hmm. fading the public here. Dallas, after getting just embarrassed last week against the Rams, that was an embarrassing performance, Jimmy B., giving up 36 at home to the Rams. Sean Lee, still questionable to play in this football game. All that being said, I'm still jumping on the Cowboys. I'm going with Dallas to find a way. I think they can run the football against this Packers front, get Zeke Elliott going, fix that offensive line. Give me the Cowboys. I'll lay the two and a half. All right. I like what you just said there, my friend. And I I agree that it was an embarrassing loss to the Rams. But here's also what I have discovered is that the Rams aren't all that bad. And Jared Goff has come on into his own now at quarterback and with the new offensive system that they have and the well the and the way that Turley is running the football. Look, they they're a decent team, the LA Rams are. Embarrassment? Yes. At home. Green Bay, though, is a horse of a different color, and the Packers can sling it with anybody. I had Atlanta beating them, and they did, but this I'm, I'm going back and forth on this one, Trent. I like what you said about the Dallas Cowboys. They couldn't do that twice, back-to-back games. Could they? Maybe they could, but... I'm going to go with you. I hate it when I do this, but I'll lay the two and a half, and I will take the boys in Big D as well. So we both have Dallas, Houston, and the NFL, Iowa State in the college game. Jimmy B is going with the Hawkeyes. I got the Illini, and I'm taking the Cornhuskers. He's got the Badgers. Our picks for the week. Records have been pretty good. Possibility of some separation coming up this week. Jimmy B, we're out of here. Well, you're out of here. And I'm on my way. Well, I'm in Ankeny right now. The power of radio. How, how crazy is yes. this? I'm in Ankeny right now. I know. From the studio. Damn, you drive fast. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you drive fast. Yeah, from... You made it there in about four or five minutes. How impressive is that, pal? It's incredible, isn't it? It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> Stick and stay right there. Coming up here at the top of the hour, 6 o'clock kickoff. High school football or Central Iowa game of the week. It's Ames and Ankeny Centennial, and it's next on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Your favorite restaurant with the best view in downtown Des Moines is now open for breakfast and lunch And seven days a week. The Cub Club Restaurant at Principal Park is open year-round from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day. Check out the great breakfast menu, lunch favorites, like the Get Out of My Yard Burger and Handmade Tenderloins. And on weekends, the Mimosa and Bloody Mary. Visit CubClubRestaurant.com for all the specials. The Cub Club Restaurant at Principal Park. Great food, great views, plenty of free parking. And now, open for breakfast and lunch seven days a week. keep you up to date here at Ankeny Centennial High School. Getting ready for a battle between the Little Cyclones from Ames and Centennial. Set up in district play, and the winner of this one, certainly with an inside track to a playoff spot. 
uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. Week Some number seven here. Have as you look at both fees. squads, of course, the favorite in district play is going does. to be in district number two, the Dowling Catholic. And Maroons while some money managers are happy to earn a record, from both you, of these teams two well and zero in district play. Little Cyclones last so week, a we huge performance out of their quarterback Joe Evans. In other words, he went thirty-six of forty-eight, five hundred and twenty yards through the air, five touchdowns against Sioux City West, knocking other money managers in impressive fashion. Going to guess tonight, game might not be as prominent. And staying with the rain continues to come down here in Ankeny tonight. We'll take a timeout, come back, set the scene for you as we get ready for football tonight. Six thirty right now at last check. What the hope was to find out well, still nobody on the field with the uh, latest lightning As delays, a small so business owner, you make every dollar count. So we'll what could you do with $10? Go to vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit vistaprint.com and use promo code 2000 at checkout. Out. Well, I shop the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent. Why have over 3 million guys switched to Harry's razors? Because at Harry's, at year, we give you less. We make just one razor with five German engineered blades. That's almost twice the All you need for, for a smooth and comfortable shave. Ah. Select quote hasn't Man, we got rid of upcharges. By owning the factory and cutting out the middleman, we're able to sell our high quality blades for ridiculous prices every day. Now we're dropping the ridiculous sound effects guy. Wait, why? Not everyone can or give you high quality and an amazing price. Since Harry's, one perfect razor. None of the extra noise. As a special offer for radio listeners, get an $18 shave set with an added bonus for free when you visit harrys.com and use code 7575 at sign up. Just cover a few bucks for shipping. That's harrys.com, code 7575 to redeem your shave set. Again, it's harrys.com, code 7575. Please know, no sound effects guys were harmed in the making of this radio recording. And they're just 586 bucks each. Save 25 on the pair. Savings are in season with up to 30% off appliances at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. While supplies last, U.S. only gas dryer extra. See store for details.